bitches bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Erica. And I'm Amy. And it's our Misogynist of the Week podcast where we pick the worst misogynists of the week and give them shit. Actually, to be fair, there was also Chris Brown this week, which we didn't pick, who has rape allegations against him. Whatever. Google it. It, <laughs> oh, we'll be back to Chris it writes, Brown. I'm it sure. writes itself. Yeah, Chris, Chris, Brown's Chris Brown like will always going to be, be around. around. I think this one's a real doozy. This one, I don't think this is the right choice for sure. Yeah. Um. So our misogy- misogynist of the week for this week is the former New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman, a Democrat. Um. He has long been a liberal Democratic champion of women's rights, and recently <laughs> became. An outspoken figure in the Me Too movement against sexual harassment. He was New York State's highest ranking law enforcement officer and uh, has used his legal authority to take action against the disgraced film mogul Harvey Weinstein and to also demand greater compensation for the victims of Weinstein's alleged sex- sexual crimes. Um, he issued a congratulatory congratulatory tweet for the to to uh ronan farrow and the women at uh, the new york times for their joint pulitzer prize winning coverage of this the wine scene harassment stuff and uh well then things went south uh schneiderman is now facing a reckoning of his own he has is facing allegations of sexual assault and just assault in general from four women with whom he had had romantic relationships with or romantic encounters with. Um, They are accusing him of having subjected them to non-consensual physical violence, but also um, I think a little bit of sexual assault too. Um, So just uh, a heads up, there is a massive trigger warning. So, so the, yeah, the allegations are are quite explicit. So uh, if that's going to give you, cause you some harm, then uh, maybe thanks for listening and turn us off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so, so basically, um, these before women are, are saying that, uh, he has slapped them before during sex. He has basically verbally assaulted them saying like, you know, once the allegations came out, Schneiderman, um, resigned his post as attorney general saying that even though he says that the the allegations were in over the course of consensual sexual activity between adults that there was no way his political career could continue um which actually is i will say is like some good self-awareness and not try to not to try to like continue pushing forward and like fighting against the allegations he says uh, in the privacy of intimate relationships, I have engaged in role playing and other consensual sexual activity. I have not assaulted anyone and I have never engaged in non-consensual sex, which is a line I would not cross. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I think that uh, this, this guise of assault on in the course of sexual activity is kind of a, a bit of a red flag for people who, may be apt to abuse their partners man i don't even know where to begin with this fucking fool okay obviously we know that you know neither the democrats nor the republicans really have 
sort of moral high ground. Yeah, they don't have a moral high ground on this issue. And but for some reason in New York, like Democrat males like get engulfed in these sexual harassment slash assault slash misconduct more than more than Republican more than like I what is wrong with them? Like, Mm -hmm. is it that is it that New York is just heavily Democrat and so the power is with them? And so they exercise this power in a certain way. I mean, it's just it's just crazy to me. This guy is just I'm just really peeved that like Donald Trump knew about this in 2013 and like tweeted about it. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but I guess he found out. Th- I mean, this is how they sc- sort of came to light that he found out through Michael Cohen back in 2013. And he took aim at Schneiderman on Twitter um, and referred to um, some other Democratic scandals. So he says, you know, Wiener is gone. Spitzer is gone. Next will be that lightweight AG, Eric Schneiderman. Is he a crook? Wait and see. Worse than Spitzer and Wiener. (laughs) And it's like, and I'm sure now he's like gloating about knowing this fucking pussy grabber son of a bitch is like, thanks. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. like a one up on. Uh, on these folks it's like yeah no one has the monopoly on these scandals and this level of abuse he had the decency um, to resign yeah well and if you <laughs> and, knew and if, not fight it for sure yeah. for sure and if you knew this though like donald trump you probably should have said something yeah so one of the instances in, uh, involves a woman named manning Bar- barish and uh her story is that after about four weeks when they became physically involved he grew schneiderman grew violent Um, And in the piece from the New Yorker, it reads, quote, one night they were in the bedroom of his Upper West Side apartment, still clothed, but getting ready for bed and lightly baiting each other. As she recalls it, he called her a whore and she talked back. They had both been drinking and her recollection of their conversation is blurry. But what happened next remains vivid. Schneiderman, she says, backed her up to the edge of his bed. Quote, all of a sudden he just slapped me open handed and with great force across the face, lining the blow directly onto my ear. It was horrendous. It just came out of nowhere. My ear was ringing. I lost my balance and fell backwards onto the bed. I sprang up, but at this point, there was very little room between the bed and him. I got up to try to shove him back or take a swing, and he pushed me back down. He then used his body weight to hold me down, and he began to choke me. The choking was very hard. It was really bad. I kicked. In every fiber, I felt like I was being beaten by a man. And this, the guy who had his name plastered on brochures about uh, knowing know your rights for victims of domestic violence. Yeah, he helped pass a law about uh, choking as domestic violence and making it a felony in the state. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how people live with themselves. Like, does he not get it? Is there like a cognitive dissonance between his behavior and I like th- what he knows, like rationally, no, or is he aware and he's like? It, act- I think yeah. So going back to this this idea that. He believes that it was under the guise of consensual sexual activity. I do wonder how much of that is his likelihood to just abuse women in general or how much can be attributed to his inability to communicate what he likes sexually to women. Because because I think there is... There are a lot of people who have difficulties communicating their, you know, sexual desires to mm-hmm. people. 
And I wonder if he just assumes that, you know, if people are there, like continue to stay with him, then they are therefore consenting. Well, he knows he knows better than that as someone who has like is the attorney. Yeah. Who's applying the law on consent for other cases. So someone continuing to stay in a relationship is not consent. I think I think that, yeah, there are many people who just are uncomfortable or don't know how to talk about the, their like kinks. Right. But if you can't talk, partners, yeah, but so if you can't me... talk about your kink, then you're still essential. And like you take for I, granted that the yes. person is there does not mean they're consenting. I agree. No, I know you but, agree, but I mean, I just, I, I don't see a way around how you can rationalize that with well, what he knows and what he's telling people oh, is, are he, their rights. But right. He did communicate his kinks because he had a Sri Lankan girlfriend who is a Harvard-educated activist and writer who, who he called his brown slave and wanted her to refer to him as master. That he, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he'd tell me to call him master and he'd slap me until I did. No. He started calling me his brown slave and demanding that I repeat that I was his property. The slap started after we gotten to know each other. It was at first as if he were testing me. Then it got stronger and harder. It wasn't consensual. This wasn't sexual play acting. This was abusive, demeaning, threatening behavior. He w- So, you know, he would ra- they would rarely have sex without him beating me. Uh, he would push her to drink. Um, yeah. So he... He can communicate that. Yeah, seriously. There you go. That's a really good point. Fuck, that's so disgusting. I mean, and, you know, like, it doesn't matter that she continued to see him. Like, there's a million reasons why people stay in. There's, like, a way that abusers speak and will make you feel like, they you know, this is an exception. They're manipulative. Right? That's what gaslighting is all about. Yeah. So, yep. um, I'm like, if I really feel for this woman, it's so awful. Yeah. Um, but I mean that no one intervened, like people knew as early as 2013, if not earlier about these allegations and then gave them to Trump for a case that he had against Schneiderman, uh, the, uh, Trump university Mm -hmm. lawsuit, which, so someone gave them to Trump thinking he could use them as ammo in his case. He ultimately settled that case with Eric Schneiderman. So it makes me think either he, he may have used them and that's why they got the 20 million settlement or whatever it is they ended up settling for. Um, and then no one did anything and they were passed through someone who was a reporter, for the New York Post, not that the New York Post is reputable at all, but <laughs> like it went through a few hands of men, whether journalists yeah, or yeah. lawyers, uh, journalists or lawyers who are handling this information. And at no point was anyone like, hey, what did these women want? Or how do we like, you know, alert people who may need to be alerted or actually address the violence that was committed. It's like, how do we man- use this to like manipulate our current legal strategy and like manipulate the AG for whatever like ends we want to achieve? Like that's pretty dis- like to me, like that's actually quite disgusting. And Donald Trump should be like called out even more for that shit. Cause that's, that's peak like corruptive kind of behavior. So basically, Eric Schneiderman uh, canceled. I mean, I don't know that he made much difference in my personal life anyway. I think he made he had a lot of power and he made a difference for a lot of people. And now that his contributions are tarnished, his career is tarnished. 
um and like for all for very good reason um but it's like it's called the government into disrepute it's called the like you know attorney general's office into disrepute it's reaffirmed why people don't trust uh the state to protect survivors it it reaffirms why people don't report it re like it reaffirms so many things it's actually like pretty fucked up i will say this i really do wonder how this is because this is all under andrew cuomo's watch yeah and considering we're having a pretty you know, interesting New York governor race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the optics, you have here, you have Cynthia Nixon, you know, um, um, no bullshit, progressive, no woman. bullshit, progressive lesbian who is running against this old school sort of um, like old school machinery politics. Mm. This cannot help Andrew Cuomo at all Mm -hmm. and it's i really am interested in seeing the fallout from this because maybe for and it well and i wonder if he knew or if anyone had kind of yeah i i don't yeah Yeah. it's interesting this idea that these fuckers don't know is 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 disgusting to me because at this like everybody always knows it was an open secret it's always they're an, always open they're secrets. always <laughs> open secrets that nobody does anything about that nobody says anything about hmm. because they just want to be co- coerced and and seduced by the power structure. Hmm. So if Andrew Cuomo didn't know, then he is shitty at his job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. That's fair. <sighs> well, on that note, um, get social with us. Mm-hmm. You know, tweet us. At Bad and Bitchy. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Bad and Bitchy Pod. Um, we're on Facebook, Bad and B Podcast. And email us, Massages of the Week suggestions. Oh, yeah, we'll take those. Um, you can send us your questions for our Dear Bitches Advice column. Um, and uh, if you want us to attend your event, <laughs> we'll do that. Uh, bad and B Pod at gmail.com. Bye. 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 Bye.